On this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I discuss the latest moves in the NFL offseason. Uh, there was a couple extensions, some signings, a sad passing, and then we're going to go into the NFC North and give our offseason grades so far for each team. And then we're going to talk a little bit about some draft prospects that our te- that we would like our teams to take. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, we have someone in the producing chair for, for now. It's a trial run. Yeah, and we always talked about before with producer Jake, you know, it's like when he's not here, we feel naked. Yeah. And I don't yet have that same feeling of security with Dustin, but I'm sure we'll get there. I've never wanted to put more clothes on before in my life. Yeah, I feel, I feel like the problem is that we know Dustin too well. Yeah where we know that that we're still naked. Yeah, so so we have here uh, in the producer chair for this week and possibly longer is our good buddy Dustin, who I don't even know what to call you primarily, a Bengals fan, a Bears fan. It changes. So you, we realize, we've been trying to figure out his mic situation, so he's going to be a little quiet, but you, yeah. can, you can go ahead and say hello, Dustin, if you want, and maybe what your allegiance is this time around. Hey, we got some pizza people in Russia. All right, you know. I think we did have one. Yeah, we had like that one guy in Russia. Yeah, uh, yeah, right not now, allowed. Yeah, 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 disavow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right now, I mean, a little, a little of both because we don't know how this team is I feel like you have to pick one. Yeah, like, uh, just. And right, which team are you? I'm both. Oh. And, Shocker. And that, that's the that's, kiss of death, that, that, right there. There it is. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well. That's the gist of it. Yeah, we 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 met Dustin in college. Uh, we were all on the same floor in uh, in Kappa Kappa Comstock back in the day. I don't like that you called it that because I feel like people aren't going to know that it wasn't actually called no, Kappa it, Kappa. No, it was Comstock. just Comstock. That yeah. sounds way worse. Com- Comstock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had sinks in our rooms. It was great. It was excellent. Um, so he for the longest time we were like, oh yeah, he's from Illinois, but he was a Bengals fan. So like that's weird. And we found out it was other sports teams. Like he likes the Avalanche. I guess he likes the Bulls. He likes the Twins. Like he's, he's kind of all over the place. He's a big NASCAR guy. There's there's no rhyme or reason, yeah. but basically whichever team of your two football teams you back ends up having the worst year that year. Yeah. So that's kind of how we're going off. So it's bad news for the Bengals. To, to be fair though, in order for them to have a better year than last year, they have to win the Super Bowl. So it's that's like, true. you know, it's probably going to go down. I don't know, especially in the AFC. Um so, like I said in the intro, we have some news to talk about, uh, as well as we're going to get into our gradings here. Um, uh, we could start with the one that happened soonest, or should we get the sad one out? Let's do the sad one okay. just to just to clear that air. So, uh, I believe it was was it already last week? It was, it was last. It was this last weekend. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we were alerted of the passing on April 9th of quarterback Dwayne Haskins. He it was right before his 25th birthday. Yep. Um he was hit in a it was a car accident where he was struck by a vehicle and down in Florida doing some off-season stuff. 
Yeah. Still unsure fully of the details of what happened. Um, no. And I mean, it's just, it's very, it's very, very tragic. It's very sad. It's very like, it's sad because he was young. It's sad because it was kind of this freak accident. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really like, it, it, it wasn't one of these things where a guy gets, you know, he's like drunk driving or something right. like that. It wasn't anything like that where there were, you know, huge issues involved. It's just this surprise, shocking thing that happened. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think we need to really relitigate. I think the internet kind of exploded about this. Yeah, we just say, yeah, we'd be, you know, remiss not to mention it here. And also just another Schefter being like morally gross. Uh, He's like his integrity just taking hit after hit after hit. That might be my like my most well-aged take yeah. in, in the moment where I decided I hated Adam Schefter last year for reasons that are totally not biased, very legitimate. Um, and, and ever since then, he has been on this like kind of slow and steady decline. And then he he's kind of taken a nosedive in the yeah. last like two months where he's like, pro deshaun watson yeah like it all started obviously started with the accumulation of information oh yeah rogers last year almost we're coming like on a year ago yeah um probably around that time and then it was the there was the the dalvin cook situation where he quickly was just like i gotta scoop it and it wasn't even the whole situation wasn't even made clear yet and it was like him. It, he basically framed it like a Ray Rice situation. Yeah. And it was so not that like, I don't know. It, it, it was, it's just him. They're all the pattern of him just trying to be the first one and having to be the first one. Well, it's also, though, it's a pattern of him. Like the, the problems are usually kind of the way that he frames these things. Mm-hmm. Delvin Cook did have like an, an incident that, yeah. you know, was worthy of reporting. Aaron Rodgers was disgruntled with a team like none of these things on their face are in in a perfect world like you can you can make a tweet about that and not get in trouble what he keeps doing is he keeps like adding a little fucking zhuzh to it that's like the wrong way every time that he he just ends up with like this weird little slant in all of his news breaking that is usually pretty gross yeah well and the thing is like i think the problem that he has is he's he gets, doesn't understand how human beings well, and he, he work. also like you can clearly see like when he copies and pastes that he like the scoop he gets from yeah. like some one of his sources of oh, the deshaun watson one yeah, yeah. like it's just he you know clearly that came from deshaun's agent or something yeah or someone very close well, to deshaun, he tweeted deshaun. like the jimmy garoppolo has increased his value or something like yeah. three months ago and what's what's happened with jimmy yeah then? no and and so i just i don't know it's it's such a bad look for Schefter, but that's been it's what's a, happening. It's a great look for rap. Yeah. Yeah. Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero are looking just their stock massively up. Yeah. Um, so that was obviously very unfortunate thoughts and prayers to Dwayne Haskins loved ones. And you know, it's, it's tragic. Yeah. Uh, regardless of how he performed on the football field, like that's shouldn't even be included in the sentiment. Everybody who had something to say about him after this happened had, only good things to say yeah. with two very notable exceptions. Yeah. But fuck those guys. Yeah. And then you have, you know, Gilbrandt. And yeah. Not uh, that's not, not excellent. Um, all right. Let's go. Then the other big news that happened today. Uh, we have another quarterback extension, another contract. Uh, Derek Carr, Las Vegas continues with their off season where they extended Derek Carr to a three-year, $121.5 million deal, which is $40.5 million on average. That will now make him 
um, you know, in the upper echelon of paid. I think that's going to put him squarely at tied for or like fifth. Looks like, yeah, he'll be at fifth, just ahead of Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford. Do you think that he like walked in the office and was like, I want to be the highest paid quarterback? And they were like, actually, what do you want? Yeah, so like that's the thing where it's it's interesting because like we I, we talked about the, the Kirk Cousins scale last year yep. and how Derek Carr probably was the guy that was like most frequently if he got like plus Kirk, mm-hmm. like he went just, over a Kirk. Yeah, and, and the thing is though, you look at his stats and like the nucleus of like Kirk, Matthew Stafford, and Derek Carr, and maybe even Dak Prescott, or their stats. If you just like take away their name, their stats are so eerily similar. They're cut from the same like, cloth. And yeah, and it is ridiculous. They're where standard white guys, you know? They yeah, they just it, it, it is what it is. Like it, it, Derek Carr, for all intents and purposes, is an edgier Kirk Cousins. Like he's the other way. Like Kirk is if so Kirk like, found some mascara at some point in his life and leading baby up oil. To, yeah, and some baby oil for those yeah. arms and, and moved out west. He yeah. he would be Derek Carr. Like for for you know a friend of the pie or Dustin Baker, he of course when this news came out, he just posted the the um breakdown since twenty eighteen. So since Kirk has been a Viking, um Derek Carr, sixty five starts, seventeen hundred and ten passing yards. 96 touchdowns, 40 interceptions. Kirk, 63 starts, 16,387 passing yards, 128 touchdowns, and only 36 interceptions. So you look at it, and you can see right now how people react, or these experts or analysts reacting to this, being like, Mm -hmm. what a good deal for, you know, and like, you can't get it both ways. Like one, you know, Kirk then took a team-friendly deal in this basis, so it's just... You know, well, the, the, the QB quarter, market is so weird. It, too, it will it's always just, be an overpay unless yeah. it's literally like Patrick Mahomes or like, I guess, Josh Allen. I mean, it, well, it, and, and even then everything's an overpay for two years until it's a deal. Exactly. Because it's going up so fast. Yeah, And, and it's just every quarterback deal will look better in hindsight. Like it just it's just going to continue to look better. And this is still we yeah. still have deals that we're waiting on for Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. So, like, Kirk's gonna only go further down that list. They're probably gonna get north of forty, I imagine, for both of them. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm just curious how much of this new deal for Derek Carr is uh, like brought about, or, or the deal is sweetened by Devontae Adams being like, yeah. "I will quit football if yeah. you don't pay Derek well, Carr." And Derek Carr even said he like his camp came out and did say they took like they asked for or they settled for less money then they probably they could have got elsewhere because he's like I don't want to I didn't have one situation like I had with Khalil Mack yeah. like where he they had to lose Khalil Mack because you know other cap situations going on and he's like but, but that went super well for everybody that, right? that worked Getting out Khalil Mack, that worked yeah. out great that for great. the bears <laughs> yeah that you had that one half against the packers I that remember. was that was a huge half yeah. <laughs> they, they're painting murals of it to put up <laughs> yeah. in soldier field um and so I I it definitely gives the raiders a clear idea of what their team is going to be like the, the core of their team yeah. um, for at least three years. Uh, it's probably like if you look at the, all the numbers, because like he's never thrown for more than 28 touchdowns, I believe in a season. Um, yeah. That sounds it, right. In terms of that, he throws for a lot of yards, but like yards can always be like a misleading stat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably a bit of an overpay, but like it, it really is kind of a fair deal like it's you know it it makes sense for both sides if i were on the raider or if i was a raiders fan i think i'd be pretty happy with it because i think you know they're not trying to draft a quarterback this year they're not trying to do 
anything like that. I think they're pretty happy with where they're yeah. at. The, the problem is like the Raiders like the Vikings and the 49ers and even the Titans, like any of these guys or Falcons, like with that have Falcons, maybe less because they were still really bad last year. Um, they, if they have a quarterback, that's good enough to always give, like if their floor is always going to be like seven, eight, nine wins, yeah. you're never going to have a top 10 pick, which they showed. Um, they, they released like the success, the, the hit rates on quarterbacks in the first round. It's basically like none after 12, like they're the, the drop off from the first 12 picks to the last third, like last uh, 20 picks is absurd. Like it's, it's a big discrepancy in percentage yeah. that hits and like quarterbacks already are so hard to hit on. Um, it's always a crapshoot. And you're going to find the random guys like Russell Wilson in the third, um, Tom Brady, obviously, you know, pick one ninety nine. Like Aaron Rodgers in the back of the first disrespect. <laughs> and and so, and so you have, you know, you're always going to have guys that flop in, in the top end that shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, but it, it is what it is. It's, it's whether you're wanting to hitch your wagon to that and say, we can win a Super Bowl with this quarterback, which, which I don't think they can. I don't think but... they can. Like they're good. They're still probably in my eyes, the fourth best team in the NF- AFC West. Like I don't put them higher than any Third of the other best. The chiefs are dead. <laughs> Jeez, Tyree kill was that whole team. Um, okay. Um, or they got some guy named MVS can't catch a fucking ball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> watch him just catch everything. Now I have like, this is an unbelievable year. Oh, and you're man. just like, son of a bitch. It's going to hurt me. It's, it's going to hurt me. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously not going to be Tyree kill, but probably what like, he is. he's just going to be easy. You know, like Nicole Hardman, you know, like, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe a little better. I don't Maybe. I don't know. Um, and, and so I, I think that the Raiders not saying, let's just let Carr walk and hope we find someone like that's what so many teams now have to decide. Like I know our, our buddy, uh, Christian, that Christian Lawler on, uh, he's a big draft guy, um, friend of the podcast and 10 K he's a dolphins fan. He is a, he's a big Tua backer, you know, he, he's member of Tua none. Yeah. He, he supports Tua and he's very against Derek Carr like he's like guys never throw more touchdowns than 28 or all this stuff he's he doesn't he he hates the thing based on his tweets and like I get it but I'm like I almost I decide I decided not to choose violence on Twitter today and I could have said oh so you mean they should just he goes you should keep trying to find a quarterback I'm like oh like the Dolphins are doing and end up with a Tua but I decided not to. I like Christian so I I didn't want to create that Matt Stafford won the Super Bowl this year yeah so like it's possible, you know, you can get there. He's also a massive Matthew Stafford fan, which is really funny that like, I don't know. I'm like, they're I, think basically, just, I think he just does the opposite takes that one of us does. Yeah. Yeah. I like, think it's gotta be. <laughs> they're one of the same, like, you know, look at all their stats. He's like, well, the eye test. I'm like, all right, now you lost me. Um, so tough. Yeah. Uh, one last question before we move on is, is Derek Carr underrated and overrated at the same time? No, um, he, Which he way? just, he just is, I don't <laughs> even think, right he, I think he's middle. neither. He's right in the middle. Yeah. I think, I think everyone rates him exactly where he should be. Like I, I say then like, it's like, it's a new variation of the Kirk scale. Like it's how, how over or underrated they are. I think Derek Carr is probably a good zero to zero. Like he is, he's right in the middle. Yep. I think Kirk is slanting more on the underrated just because of the vast narrative about him being a bum. Yeah, there's definitely a wider narrative about Kirk. He's definitely kind of a, a lamer guy. And people give uh, Derek Carr a pass because yeah. it's like, 
oh, you didn't win your division with Patrick Mahomes in it? Like, yeah. I, uh, oh, that's not really a but huge then, like, then, indictment. Then they put that with, like, Aaron Rodgers. Like, I, I just – there's so many things that, like, quickly just get debunked is, like – Yeah. You know, like, the goalposts are always moving in these quarterbacks. Yeah. And it's just so funny to see which ones are, like, the media darlings, like Matthew Stafford. Yeah. And ones that they all hate, like Kirk. Well, there, there's the ones that they hate that, you know, like Kirk or like the woke mob hates Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there's all kinds of hatred flying around that it's really hard to be these NFL quarterbacks out here. I you, think to, Aaron and Kirk are the same. To protest, you should you should super glue your hands to the field <laughs> and see what happens. It wouldn't go worse than it wasn't even super glue. It was like fucking Elmer's glue. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. But the mark stayed, you know. Shout out to the shout Tim out to Timberwolves, man, for making the playoffs. Yeah, and fuck everyone and that says we're celebrating too much. Out about like, it. well, okay, Pat Beverly is the only one that was actually freaking out. Yeah, but there is a lot of history there. Like, he literally saying "fuck you" to Steve Ballmer, like, is awesome. Like, yeah. they, they're like, we don't want you. I don't, I don't actually care, but it is as a Packer also, fan, I have to do the like. Well, you should act like you've been there before. Just, but also, just literally, the last time we got to the conference championship or conference finals in two thousand four. We haven't done jack shit in the 16 and a half years or whatever it's been. And so yeah. it's like, yeah, like, no, this well, is as, as a diehard Bucks fan, you know, I'm, I'm very invested in these NBA playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is nice though, that like, they're not even in the same conference, the Wolves and the Bucks. So like, I don't have, to I know that, that always always weird, about like how, how basketball and baseball, like yeah. the Wisconsin counterpart, like they're not in the same at all which know, is like kind of nice because i can like i can passively be like yeah go timberwolves so yeah. i don't have to care at all right um all right let's uh let's move on that's kind of all i had for news honestly there probably is something else that i'm missing but those are like yeah the big hits. i, I think, think i think that's grades. pretty much it all right uh so we decided we're gonna give our off-season team grades to the nfc north teams um doing the whole league would be just too much and we didn't, you know, I mean, we don't have that good of work ethic. Yeah. We're not really w- willing to put in that much effort. And, so, yeah. And, here well, we are. and also, too, it's like we we spend the most time on the NFC North because that's what impacts our teams. So let's let's start off here. Um, uh, do you have a, a preference on how you want to start? Is there a team you want to start? Well, I with? only have a grade written down for the Packers. I'm just going to make jokes about the other three. So wherever you want to start. <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't make jokes about the other three always. But. Uh, I'll make jokes about the Packers too. I'm just saying, like yeah. that's all I have. All right, let's thing. let's start with the Lions, just because they were probably the most ho hum of the bunch um, yeah, in fair. terms of like not real positive or negative either way. So their biggest. So a year ago they drafted Penny Sewell. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> their biggest signing this year was DJ Chark, receiver. Um, big injury history. Big, big fans on the podcast yeah, here. DJ yeah, we Shark. have we have two members that had him on fantasy football, and they just two, they, two of the three humans in this room. Yeah, right they just now. they I just hate him. Man. Yeah, and it was just one of them decided to take him in like the fourth, like before Debo Samuel, and like yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at the top end of the fourth round. It was, yeah, 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 and you decided to take a DJ good, It was a great moment, and there were so many. Like, I, I could pull up the picture that I had of the board, but like, there were so many people that just passed on. I think Cooper Cup even was after. I think Cooper Cup won the well, board. But there but. was some legitimate DJ Chark hype, hype back in the day, like yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, and also too with Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer, which was like, ooh, maybe this could work out, and clearly it didn't. Well, yeah, and Urban is a whole gigantic bag of shit that you know we don't have to deal with again this year, yeah. but. I don't know. I mean, the Lions signing Chark 
that's kind of like their major one. Then they re-signed Josh Reynolds, receiver again, uh, defensive end Charles Harris, and their safety uh, Tracy Walker. So it's like it's weird to add a receiver and then re-sign you know another guy when you already have Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean like, that's three, yeah, like, like three receivers. Yeah, I suppose, but it's like because it seems like Chark is kind of that prototypical like wide receiver one, at least in terms of like physical traits, you yeah. know. And it seemed like Amon Ra was developing actually pretty well. Yeah. All no. jokes aside. Um, I, he, he should be solid. Like I, I, I think Amon Ra is a, also like an A plus name, but for the grade, I, I give the lions just to, you know, I, I was probably not harsh on the grades here. Like mm-hmm. C is you didn't, you didn't improve or C, C you know, is, is no change. Yeah. Like no yeah. change. So I give them a C plus I, I gave them, you know, Potential there, but they can improve depending on how they do in the draft because that's the biggest thing with what they do. Well, and the Lions, 32nd overall pick. We thought we'd never see it, but here they are. Yeah, here they are. They have the, the, the two and the 32nd. So <laughs> that, that means we won the Super Bowl, right? Like they're, no, <laughs> they're probably going to add an edge rusher. So, like, they're, they're building something like Dan Campbell, you know, they, they play oh, with heart. Something. And so, I, I, I'll see how they, we'll see how they do in the draft, but for now, I'll give them a C. Plus. Yeah, I give him a C. I give him right in the middle, just completely nothing. Yeah, underwhelming. That's basically if Chark could be healthy. Actually, like if he can be healthy, oh, I'm, I'm assuming he can't. Okay, so like that's the plus. That's it, dude. That dude breaks like both of his ankles, and suddenly he just doesn't play football for a while. Like, mm-hmm. What a what a loser! All right, let's go to the Bears. <laughs> um, so we'll save our teams for last. So the Bears. Um, the Bears. They've had an off season. I. I, the season has been off, yeah. So they've signed, they've made, they've made several moves here. Well, okay, they got a new coach and GM. Yeah, they right got a new, the yeah, they got Poles and Eberflus. Um, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm picturing like a detective show, like Poles and Eberflus. Poles and Eberflus. <laughs> and so, and they're both just like very boring guys. Yeah. <laughs> there's no loose cannon. Well, and the, this, the, it, it's kind of fitting because like their signings are very like you know a wet blanket signings. Like they, they signed yeah. Byron Pringle. Okay. Uh, Equinemius St. Brown. Wait, no. Yeah. They, oh yeah. no. <laughs> they have Equinemius St. Brown. Fuck. Uh, guard Lucas Patrick also is from the Packers. So yeah. that's okay. What about him? All right. Uh, defensive end Al Quadine Muhammad from the Colts. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and a, a defensive tackle, Justin Jones from the chargers. Don't, don't bury the lead here. Who else they get? Uh oh oh yeah and of course they added another interior lineman from the Vikings Dakota Dozier so we'll see if he makes the roster um I just I don't know what the plan is like they did try to make a splashy move by trying to sign um uh what's his name from the the Bengals both it was like Dustin it's your team Um, it's both your teams oh uh what's his position uh Larry Ogunjobi oh their defensive the defensive tackle yeah so they did sign him. But then he failed the physical. So, <laughs> so it's like, did he fail it on purpose? I don't know. And wanted to go back. I don't know. So he, that fell through. So that would have been their splash signing. Yeah. Um, so that in, in the lack of any existence of a splash signing so far, it kind of strikes me as the new GM and the new head coach, their whole strategy is to kind of walk up to Justin Fields and go like, come on, do stuff, do something. Like, But the thing is, they added basically zero. Oh, they lost help. Allen Robinson. Too, yeah, they which had, he had a Allen shit Robinson, season, but, but he was they still. They lost 
you know, number one. They don't have any. So they didn't add any support to Justin Fields that we can prove in support. Yeah. Uh, they have a defensive-minded head coach. Well, Equinemius has proven that he's not support. Yeah. Um, defensive-minded head coach. That's probably like of the list of coaches that were hired. He's probably the favorite, the odds-on favorite to be like a dud, like to not pan out. Just because yeah. he's so like worst last name. Matt's a good first name. There's a lot of there's a lot of good Matts in the NFC North. I don't know right? about that. <laughs> um, but I I just I don't I don't really see it. And so, like, is until results actually happen, I have to kind of grade them harshly. I gave them a D plus. You think that they're uh, you think they're tanking for the next year's draft pick? I it'd be ridiculous to tank. It's like the whole point of the reason to draft rookie quarterbacks is so you have team control for five years on a team friendly deal. Yeah, like, and they're just like, let's mail in the first two years. That's not great. And the game is moving too slow for Justin, too. Yeah. So he's got to go through two slow motion years, which feels like, you know, four years. Yeah, I think D plus is fair. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um. So, I, you know, Bears, I don't know. It's happening for you, I guess. It's happening. <laughs> and they don't have a first round pick. So there's that. So I, I just don't know where they're this gonna... is the last year, though, that they won't have a first round pick, I guess, it, under under current agreements. Yeah. So, you know, we're almost through it. Yeah, we're going to we're going to make it, I guess they can pick another Trubisky next year, with the <laughs> fourth overall or whatever they end up having. Yeah. Um. All right. <laughs> let's uh, we'll, we'll go to the Vikings here then. Um. All right. So I get, yeah, we'll go in reverse order of the standings. I guess that's what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like we planned it. Yeah. Um, All right. So the Vikings, we already talked about their signings here, but I'll just go over them again. Uh, Signed defensive tackle Harrison Phillips from the Bills, inside linebacker Jordan Hicks from the Cardinals, and edge rusher Zedarius Smith, who is just on the Packers. Oh. Um, So focus clearly is on defense, with, you know, which is obvious and, the biggest risk in those signings obviously would be if Zadarius can stay healthy. That's the Florida um, ceiling difference there. Yeah. Yeah. And so if, if health is not an issue with him, which it hasn't been up until last year in his career, uh, they are very solid signings. I think, I, I think they're going to, each of them will contribute immediately. Um, Anthony Barr, I don't think it's ever really been announced that he's not on the team anymore, but like it's pretty much foregone conclusion now that we signed Jordan Hicks. Um, it's a weird situation because like he hasn't really been looked at by other teams, has he? I don't, not that I, don't I know, know. I haven't heard anything about yeah, it. Yeah. And, and also, it's like Zedarius Smith was number 55. That, that, that was Anthony Barr's number. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if Zedarius, like, I, well, I don't know. So, I, I haven't seen the team announce anything, but. Um, maybe the, that's a Darius's last gift to me. He gets Anthony Barr the fuck away from my team. Yeah, we yeah. we resigned or retained, um, you know, like Greg Joseph and Patrick Peterson, but like those were expected. Um, well, Patrick Peterson wasn't. Did he do like a hat ceremony or something for no. him? He's like been a saying college recruit. No, he's been saying all off season that he wants to be back with the Vikings. Oh, I thought it was like an announcement. Or no, something. well, like it was a, it when like it was a a finally made because he has a pot. He has like a like a podcast, or like a show he does. Oh well, yeah, every everyone has a podcast yeah, these days, right? It's ridiculous. Um, well, there was that article that they posted, like like the twelve things women want you to say and or to do in bed. Oh yeah, like number start four a podcast. Start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like that's probably why. Been there. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> and so if. We can add an impactful corner at 12 um, in the draft. And there's, there's obviously a bunch of options. 
then like this could be a very good off season it, 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 on paper. Obviously we have to see results like the, you know, like I said with the bears, but at least we're making moves that look good on paper. There are moves and we didn't talk about, you know, new head coach, new GM. I mean, we've talked about them to death, I think on the show on, on previous episodes, but it's worth noting that, yeah. you know, in stark contrast to the bears, they are going out and, and making some moves. Right. And I mean, I've never seen a team announce free agent visits with the enthusiasm that the Minnesota Vikings do, uh, you know, hang the banner that uh, Zadarius visited. We show that we care. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking lame. Oh, well, yeah, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Zadarius would have signed with you guys for a bag of chips. I think he's that petty that he's like, I just want to, I, I want to make it hurt. I don't think he is. I think he's just like, that's what you tell yourself to make yourself feel better. So you can like not like him anymore. Yeah. I hate him now. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> Even though you loved him for like two, two yeah. three years. And now it's was. over. Now yeah. I've cut the cord completely. Yeah. It's totally he's dead to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, I mean, we obviously had big restructures. Um, Kendrick's and Thielen restructured. Um, Thielen has said, you know, he had, has never had any intention of leaving and he wants to retire. Not surprised there, but you always see his name thrown up in like trade talks on Twitter. And I don't know. Uh, I mean, who would trade for a guy that didn't get a D one scholarship, right? Sending dental equipment. Yeah. Uh, you have ridiculous. Kirk saying now he wants, you know, he, he wants to retire a Viking. Which, that got a reaction in what, both directions. Yeah. People. And, and like, I don't know. It, it's now with the Derek Carr, like every new quarterback deal that comes out, I just get more and more, just like vindicated with it. I'm like, yeah, like see people like chill the fuck out in your like weird Minnesotan frugal ways. And like, damn, we, why is no one like just take like a bag of chips and be happy? It's like Kellen Mond. Yeah. Like I just don't understand. But um, so I, I, I gave them a B minus just because we still need to sign a corner or draft a corner that, you know, can impact be impactful. Um, but if that happens, that, probably goes up towards a B plus. Uh, I'll, I'll give you guys a B. I'll give you guys a wow, solid right. B. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're here first folks. Kevin is a, don't get fucking used yeah. to it. <laughs> All right. Um, so I, I'm happy with it. We'll see how it actually happened or shapes out in September, but um, all right. Yeah. Do the Packers. So the Packers, the, yeah. the last team in the NFC North. Um, the, so, so things here's have happened. So yeah, they obviously, the resign they had a bunch of resignings or they confirmed Rodgers is coming back that well, was obviously that we thought was going to be the biggest yeah so I, I split i have a list here okay. and i split it into the good the meh and the bad okay so we're going to start with the good yep uh you retain Aaron Rodgers which was very much not a given um especially in light of other things i'm going to talk about in a second uh, so you retain Aaron Rodgers which is good back to back mvp there's no way that you can possibly look at that as a bad thing right uh, you resign Preston Smith, uh, Devondre Campbell, and Razul Douglas, all to fairly reasonable deals. Uh, I think Preston's was kind of incentives or incentivized heavily, and Campbell's was, you know, more than the other guys around him would have been. But it's not, uh, it's not anything that's going to break the bank. Yep. Then you go into the meh. You lose to Darius. Now I expected that. It's probably a downgrade, but like we talked about, there's a lot of uncertainty with Zedarius where I don't really view it as like a net negative because everyone just kind of knew it was going to happen and he yeah. didn't play last year. Yeah. And the problem was it was the worst possible place for him to go. Well, yeah. And it's like, like I, and that's all not, 31 and that's not teams. the Packers fault. I mean, right. the dude had, the dude had his, you know, a pen on paper with the Ravens and then was like, nah, just kidding. Yeah. So that's, that's in the meh. And then I'm also, this is going to 
it's going to ruffle my own feathers a little bit to write this. Devontae Adams trade is in the meh because in the circumstances as we know them now, where he basically said, look, I'm not playing for the team anymore. What else could you have done but trade him? And the fact that you get a first and a second for a guy who's basically telling you to fuck off and, you know, like you have no leverage in that situation. So it's definitely bad. It's definitely a step down for the team. And it's something that we're going to have to address and talk about. But within that context, I don't necessarily think the organization had much of a choice. I don't think they could have done a lot better than what they did do. Does that make sense? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I, it's tough. The, the thing is, like, so I, I gave them what, what do you what do you give them? What, what's your grade? So I gave them I, I had a couple I had bad. Uh, I didn't like losing Billy Turner. I thought they could have yeah. made him work. He was a good uh, offensive line kind of depth piece a little bit there. No Jair extension, which people were expecting hasn't happened. yet. doesn't mean it won't happen, but hasn't happened yet. And uh, Kevin King is still technically a Packer, which you're always going to lose some points for that. So. Uh, I gave them a B minus, but this is very contingent on the draft and could turn into like a D if the draft doesn't go the way that I want it to go. Right. So I, I, cause there's a giant hole. I, <laughs> I am, didn't include like draft possibility in my initial grading here. So I gave them a C minus yeah. just because of the, the hole, obviously that they will lose with Devonte, and they haven't made any moves yet. So no. obviously this can, you know, they get a guy like Traylon Burks or, or whoever falls to them, or Olave, or something in the draft at twenty-two, um, yeah, that that has the potential to increase. The problem now here, though, I have with the re-signings, as I've been, you know, I've mentioned on here, Fondre Campbell and Razul Douglas, those were they had great seasons. Yeah, the problem I've always said with them is, okay, they had great graded seasons, they had you know the stats to back it up too, but it's a small, small sample size. It is. It's a gamble because like, I believe they gave them both like a three or four year deal or something. Yeah, they're both fairly. They're not just like one or two. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's not like it's a crazy market shattering deals for either of them. You know, Devontae Campbell, though, 10 million a year on average. That's that's a chunk of change on the cap for a linebacker and who up until last year has been very underwhelming in his career. There's a reason yeah. he's bounced around. So if they can continue to play at that level or near that level, then then the grade can go up a little bit. But mm -hmm. for my point, like, you know, the Packers were in a situation where they didn't, they, it's not like they had to make splashy moves. You know, they didn't have to. Um, you kind of, They were in a very rough cap situation, so limited what they could do. Yeah, and they've done a lot of little things here and there to kind of address that cap situation. <laughs> Trading fucking Devontae Adams really helps. Um and yeah, and I agree with those deals. I think what makes me happy about those deals specifically, like, you know, Preston, Devondre and Razul is that they both or all three of them had pretty good seasons last year. Yep. And it's kind of I just live in fear that the defense is going to regress because they they actually looked good at times last year, yeah. which is something that I'm not used to. And I think that under the right circumstances and with everybody healthy and stuff like that, you know, you have the potential with this unit as it stands today mm -hmm. to be a pretty solid defense, the NFL. Yeah. And I could see them totally just, well, but we don't pay linebackers. So then Devondre Campbell walks and you, you start to lose some of these pieces. It's like, we, we fucking, we finally had everything, yeah. everything fit together properly. And so uh, I, I look at it like, hopefully 
you know, the defensive side of the ball can kind of tread water and stay where it was. And yeah. we just, the, the problem, the problem is, yeah, now that's the thing where it's like, yeah, you have Aaron Rodgers, and you're always, you, you know, most of the time you're going to be in every game as long as he's under center. Yeah. But the issue is like, do I think the Packers got better? No, like no. they, they got worse because, and they, you know, you could hit some, some massive picks in the draft. Some yeah. Very impactful year one guys. Like we like the Vikings have with Justin Jefferson a couple years ago, or you know what have you, or Amon Ross St. Brown for the Lions who came on really strong. Well, Waddle, Jamar Chase. I mean, yeah, so a like, lot of these receivers. A lot of these recently. receivers can come on yeah. right away. It just you you could also land a Jalen Rieger. So that's the thing. You, you know, it, it's it's a big if, and losing at this stage, losing Devonte Adams is going to hurt. Like it's going to be immediate, and, and it, especially when your receiver one is Alan Lazard. Hey, hey, hey! That's hey, hey. It's not good. Hey, it's not good right now. He's fine. And like, I, I'm sure we haven't even talked about the video. I'm sure you've seen the video Which of Rodgers pulling a Peyton Manning SNL skit and throwing a ball at a kid, trying to. No, did that happen? Yeah. Oh, he's. He got yeah, he got picked off at like the goal line. And he's like in a seven on seven, like, you know, no contact, like a flag football kind of, or I guess, you know, deep, like a drill, yeah. some like high schoolers. And he's like pumping, pumping, pumping. And you see his lazy footwork, like always. And he doesn't, he has awful footwork, but that he doesn't matter. His lazy footwork. He has never, a back-to-back MVP. I, and you're going to sit here in this chair and, and yeah, shit on his footwork. I am. Have you, <laughs> have you watched him? He makes, he has horrible mechanics, but it works. Like, that's the thing. I'm not, like, obviously, he's warranted them. Footwork isn't as good as Kirk Cousins' footwork, that's for sure. Well, he, Kirk has to do it because he doesn't have the arm, like... Talent is the word you're looking for? Well, yeah, like the yeah. natural arm talent. Yeah, that's there you go, there you go. He doesn't have, have the arm there's fuckery very, to make there's that There's very few... I have never said Aaron Rodgers is, does not have unbelievable <laughs> arm talent. I know, you're just... The way that you're... The way that you presented that was yeah. very, like, this fucking guy and his you, you cannot sit here and tell me that when you watch Aaron Rodgers and you see him just like flat footed, just like flick the ball. No, and just, then you're just like, wow, that, wow, that footwork was I just really don't good. Care Cause he usually goes well. Yeah. Well, okay. and I, I missed the video of him throwing to children, but I'll have to look it up. I mean, he was a high school. They're not like little children. kids. They're it's not like children. It's not like little kids. Not every high school is a child. It's 18 year olds. Okay. Well, borderline, I was 18. Borderline just because you were so young for yeah, your grade. Uh, I'm, Kevin. I'm a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, huge, he, huge holes. Getting back to what the fuck we were he, talking about, he, he, you know, maybe it's I, I. My whole point of bringing that up was like maybe he's just like so frustrated inside that he's like, I need to take my anger out on something. He lashed out at that child about Devonte Adams being gone. I think it's a tough. I think it's a tough time to be a kid near an athlete. I mean, Ronaldo's <laughs> hitting people. Rogers, that it, it's not. Uh, it, it, there's bad vibes around right now, and I, I. I Hope and pray that we get through this. I am shocked you have not seen this video yet. It's, no, it's been like all over. Like PMT was like speaking about it. They're like jail, you know, because of course, oh, you know, yeah. Um, it's fair. I I just I don't know. Uh, so right now, they're, like I said, C minus for the Packers. There, we'll see. Yeah, I gave them B minus, but like I said, all right, could change. Uh, last one here. We're gonna talk about some draft prospects that we want our teams to pick, and I think that we're probably gonna have very similar or very consistent positions that we think like. Yeah, I only prepared wide receiver because I swear to fucking God, <laughs> if they don't draft a wide receiver, I'm going to freak out. Yeah, so... I'm going to go to jail if they don't draft a wide receiver. Uh, 
we'll let me go with the the Vikings first. Yeah, you, because you we do are that. picking twelve. Yeah. Uh, so our biggest, you know, needs is corner. Uh, edge rusher at the time was, which you could still argue it is because of the health concerns around Daniil or even Zadarius. But if they both stay healthy, edge is not needed. Um, so my main focus is on corner. So I, the guys that I'm looking at there, there's kind of like the, it's, it's, it's like the, for cornerback specific, it's really the big two. Yeah. Like there's two guys that are clear cut top 10 could go, you know, in the, in the draft or if for sure, both will be gone by the first 12 picks. Hopefully that the Vikings would take one if one of them was there. Mm-hmm. Um, that of course is Ahmad. Uh, Ahmad Gardner or Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati, who did not allow a single touchdown in his like life, life, yeah, which is crazy, even in Madden, yeah, like uh, in in coverage. So he he's you know six three, hundred ninety pounds. Yeah, you can maybe want some more, you know, get around that two hundred number. But for corners, he's six three though, that's yeah, pretty like, tall that's for a thing. corner. Like, well. That ever since Richard Sherman and the Legion of Boom, like that, then like everyone's looking for that six two six three corner. Like it just you want that length. He is a he can play really well in press, really well in zone. He has in really good ball skills. Um, obviously, you know, shutdown guy. Looks like he's probably going to be gone in the top five. Like the the Jets are very interested in him. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've met with him. They've had workouts with him. So I, if he falls to us somehow. I, I don't know. I mean, if we don't take him, it'd be shocking. Yeah. Uh, the other guy is Derek Stingley Jr. He is a LSU defensive back uh, corner. He was a big standout as a freshman. He was hurt um, for his sophomore year. And then he was kind of ho-hum a little bit last year. So uh, he, there's some injury concern there, but he has all, he has the measurables we want. He's six feet, 190 pounds, really, really fast. He runs a sub 440. Um, can play really well in the man in man or zone. Yeah. Um, you know, and we have a good track record with some LSU prospects. Who? Daniel Hunter, oh. uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, so I, I, it would be or Patrick Peterson. You can even add, he went there and he has had a good year, but that was a long time ago. Um, I, I would be thrilled a with a long time ago. <laughs> I'd be thrilled with either of them. Um, and now the last guy would be because he's falling a little bit safety, kind of a all around the field, Kyle Hamilton safety from Mm -hmm. Notre Dame. There are talks that he has been like slipping down draft boards because, you know, teams are needing quarterbacks in that top 12, in that top 12 or top 11 and, or they need linemen or they need edge rushing. So if there's a run or receiver, there's a run on any of those positions. One of these three, at least, will be there at 12. I will be thrilled with any of them. Um, you know, Kyle Hamilton was probably be last of that, probably a 1C, because we're, you know, we have Harrison Smith, and it would be obviously a replacement and could possibly be a next Harrison Smith, also who went to Notre Dame. But I, I just, it, it would we he impact in like Stingley or Gardner? No. So that, those would be my top. Um, and if any of those are, if all those guys are gone, I don't want us taking Trent McDuffie, Washington there at 12. I think we would trade back or, you know, just take receiver, you know, have a, you know, abundance of riches on that run. And so, or an edge if you have it. So, don't, but don't take, don't take receiver, please. So they'll, so they'll, I, that, if I had to choose, <laughs> I would say, don't do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so those are kind of like the guys that I mainly like those two that I really, really want. And then Kyle Hamilton, if he can somehow be there, like take him to be his best player available. Yeah. Um, regardless, just take the best player available. Like stop reaching for position. Like I don't want to take Tyler Lindbaum, Linderbaum or whatever it is, the center from Iowa at 12. Because, what if uh, what if just loves uh, Kenny Pickett? I don't know. I don't know the quarterbacks <laughs> well enough to make this joke. No, uh, that yeah, the quarterback class is. I don't know. It's it's tough. Um. So yeah, th- those are kind of the guys I want. I just want corner. If I, we take you corner are, at yeah. twelve, I'd be happy. Yeah. So so uh, my my list of guys here, like I said at the top, it's all wide receiver because they draft any position besides wide receiver. I'm going to freak out and it's, it's not going to be good. It, it's going to, it's going to make the papers. Um, now I think the guy that I've seen at the top of most of these lists, there's kind of, there's five, five there's five receivers yeah. that are like surefire first round should be first rounders. Yep. Um, with, you can even argue like, I think, I think George Pickens is a better prospect than like Drake London. I don't get the Drake well, London hype. I've seen, I don't understand. I've seen Drake London at, kind of the the top most of the time getting picked you know pretty early i think like first of these receivers yeah most stuff that i've looked yeah. at i think that's a lot to do with his size where you have they think he's just mike evans in yeah. the draft and like he is a lot smaller than mike evans like in terms of weight wise well and but wait doesn't you even have put like put on speed. but his, I his frame i don't he doesn't have like getaway speed that's why i'm like can he I, separate i, I would be know. very happy with drake london but i don't think that the packers are gonna have a shot at it if these mocks are remotely close to to being accurate they'd have to trade way up to, to right. have a shot at him so him coming off the board uh the next two guys that i have up here uh olave and wilson the ohio state boys yep and they are both good they're a little bit small for what I think the Packers are looking for. Yeah. Uh, in terms of replacing, you know, kind of a number one an alpha wide receiver, not looking for a slot guy. You know, we got Amari Rogers and he's phenomenal and fantastic and did anything last year. He's really good. Um, so, you know, he's, he's got our slot situation pretty, pretty locked down. We have an abundance of guys that could play in the slot, right? These guys wouldn't be a huge help. Now, granted, I mean, if, either of them were picked by the Packers at 22. I wouldn't mind, you know, it's, it's a receiver. It's guys that go catch the ball. So I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth too much. Um, my, my second favorite behind, I think London would be the favorite. And then I like Jamison Williams. Yeah, I do too. He, I, 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 but he makes me nervous because he's he's coming off his ACL. He's my favorite one of, of those five. Like I just, I, I just think he, has the highest ceiling of like any of them. Well, and, and the only way the Packers could get him is what happened where he tore his ACL in the SEC championship game. And he, uh, with those kind of injuries, I mean, you can say like, Oh, he's supposed to be back championship. Yeah. Or was it? Oh yeah. Oh, you know, you're right. You're right. right. Yeah. Like he was having a really, he was having a good game. Yeah. He was doing great. It was kind of like Odell in the super bowl. Yep. Like where he was like, Oh shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. So he tore it in the college football championship game. And I mean, the dude's awesome. Everything you see about him is fantastic. He's got the size. He's got the speed. He would probably be the only thing that bothers me is the injury and whether or not he's going to be able to contribute right away, especially right away this year. And that's kind of what the Packers need. 
You mm-hmm. know, like they need a guy who can step in because they have a hole. If we had Devontae Adams and we were drafting for the future, totally different story. Right. But if you draft Jamison Williams and he can't play until week eight, that's kind of a problem because rookies don't contribute right away anyway most of the time. Yeah. I mean, that would be shocking if he can't play. Because like he, he, everything about his rehab is moving that he'll yeah, be ready for yeah. any training camp. And, and like. David Bakhtiari is coming back any day now. But <laughs> I mean, ACLs are, are tricky, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's can, not, it's not as much stuff. of a death sentence as it was. No, but for a guy that like, we're a position where speed and separation and quickness is like fast twitch stuff is like everything. Yeah. Other than your hands. Like it can be an issue. Yeah. It can, it, it can present a, a concern. For yeah. Sure. And then, so after, after Williams, the only other guy that I had on here, uh, Traylon Burks. Yep. And if I were, if I had to put money, on the Packers taking the a receiver. He's probably the favorite to go. Like, he probably has the best odds. He, he has the best odds to go. He'll probably be available more than these other guys. He has you know, more, I, I think, likelihood of being available. And he's also kind of this prototypical type of football player, not even wide receiver, but like football player that the Packers seem to like to draft. Kind of, you know, I always look at like Rashawn Gary. Right. Like a physical freak that needs work more than the other guys around him. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of how, how Burks comes off to me where he's big and strong. He's also a little bit raw and it seems like Gooch just loves that shit. Yeah. Even, even Jordan love kind of falls into that category. All of his first round picks. He also likes to be a little, little fucking stinker and surprise people and not do the thing that everyone thinks he's going to do. Which has a Howie Roseman. In yeah. He's the smartest guy chess. in the room. Um, so if I had to put money on, I'd say that's who they're going. And at the end of the day, any of these guys I would be happy with, or even, you know, later in the first, maybe top of the second, a Christian Watson. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's, there's other guys too, but man, if, if it's not a wide receiver in the first round somewhere, yeah, pretty upset. So just going through the draft leading up to 22. So we, we, we identified the five receivers so i guess like we'll, and we'll get into this like in a you know we'll do uh we're gonna do our mock draft um we have to learn everybody's name and so we're gonna go pick by pick going yeah. through just kind of alternating who who gets taken where um so there there are some teams here just going through leading up to 22 where the packers are who need a receiver like who could potentially draft a receiver like actually legitimately do one the lions they that might be one of their needs, but I don't see them at two taking one of those receivers. No, um, I think that would that would probably be too high anyway for any of the five. Um, so you have the first one's probably the Panthers at six. Yep. Um, quarterback could be a take there. Otherwise, you know they need offensive line help. They need receiver. They could also take Kyle Hamilton. I mean, they're they're they yeah, have some other needs. Yeah, they don't have a like clear cut need a receiver. Yeah. Uh, they need one. The then you have an interesting um, pick here. Let me see here. Actually, uh, the the Falcons at eight. Um, they definitely need a receiver. No, they got Calvin Ridley. <laughs> they definitely he need wouldn't a do anything fucking stupid um, and jeopardize his career. So they have you have them. The Seahawks potentially, depending on whatever happens with Tyler Lockett and DK, like who knows they what they're doing. Moved yet? I don't but... know. Um, so I, they also need a quarterback. So, I don't that that could be a Malik Willis. No, they take. have Drew Locke. Um, you have the Commanders probably not going to take a, take a receiver because they're banking that Curtis Samuel will be back and healthy and yeah. and all that. Uh, Vikings, 
if none of the guys that they want are there, I guess in Jamison Williams or one of these top receivers is there. Maybe I have seen a it's weird hard because amount. It, it's hard because it's Quasi's first draft. Don't know what his tendencies are going to be. Yeah, I have seen a weird amount of mock drafts that have the Vikings taking a receiver. Yeah. And I mean, you, you guys, you just have other needs. Like, I know. It, 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 I would think if we don't have there's one thing you guys are pretty, pretty set at. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, and that's the thing though. Like if, because KJ Osborne did have a really good year last year, but like Thielen missed, missed a handful of games. Yeah. And so it's like, he's getting older. So it's like Justin I, Jefferson's about you know, to retire. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, just getting old. Regardless, I'm not going to say they're going to take one. Uh, then you don't have anything for a little bit until the, um, the Colts. So the Colts could take one. Michael Pittman is skinny. Uh, so heard it here they, first. They could take one. Uh, you, the chargers won't most likely, uh, the saints could take receiver. Yeah. With well, and, Michael and, Thomas, who knows what's happening with him. And receivers also tough because it's like everybody could use a wide receiver. Yeah. Nobody's like, oh, I just I'm swimming in wide receivers over here. Like right. you can always have another one. Uh the Eagles could use a receiver uh after some no, misses. They got they got Rager. They're fine. Uh the Steelers, they did lose Juju, but I don't know. I don't think they lost Juju. I think they told Juju to go away. Yeah. Um Patriots. I don't know what they're, I don't know. They don't really have many offensive weapons, but it's never been their bag because they, they probably still burn from that Nikhil Henry draft a few years ago yeah. who turned out to be nothing. Um, yeah. Bill, Bill stays away from those guys because it never works out well. Yeah. And so I, and that, that kind of leads, that's the 20, they have the 21st pick. So I, I named the teams that I mentioned were five. So most likely one of those five, because we're not on a hundred percent of one of them. One of those fives, one of those five receivers will be there for the Packers. Yeah, twenty-two. They could trade up. Good, good Lord, will and they and man, if they trade up, I almost just made another eat my own hat bet, but I'm not going to do it. But I would be very shocked if they trade up. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm ready to get hurt again by the draft this year. (laughs) Fucking Rashad Bateman all over again. Oh yeah, we have that that reaction of you being so mad that they took a, a well, track star. Well, then I was just mad. Like, that's not fair to Eric Stokes. Cause like <laughs> he was a decent pick and he actually panned out fairly nicely last year. But I was like, I was left over mad from the fact that Bateman wasn't even there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where that came from. I'd like to apologize to Eric. <laughs> uh, I think the worst case scenario for the Packers is another if, like, quarterback. If though, no, if those guys go and you guys take like, Jahan Dotson, like the Penn State guy, like he's, I, I, I don't know, like it just doesn't seem like that. I, I, if you're a Packer fan, you end up with a guy that probably should not have gone in the first round. Like he's a set, he's he's five eleven, he's like a slot well, guy. I think like, if that happens, they're gonna take Christian Watson if they're all gone because he's he like I said before, kind of that big strong. Yeah, like, he, he, although profile. he's slim, he's smaller than Michael Pittman. In terms of weight, well, I mean, I don't think anyone's smaller than Michael Pittman. Last time I checked, he's the skinniest man in the entire world. Yeah, I, I mean, the worst, obviously, worst case scenario is you take any receiver round one, and they end up being a Jalen Rieger. I think the worst case scenario is they end up being a Henry Ruggs and killing somebody. But well, yeah, yeah, I guess that's I suppose pretty bad. Yeah, you want to lighten the mood like, there? Jesus Christ! Let's go. How bad can it get? Oh God! <laughs> All right. Um, on that note, do you have any other? No, no that's no, it. Those that's guys. everything okay. I had. Uh, like I mentioned, we're going to get more into the draft actual, like the first round, what we think. Well, we, we should also kind of preface now that we get into draft season in earnest. 
Adam pays more attention to the draft than I do. I have a defense mechanism as a Packer fan where I intentionally don't learn a lot about the draft so that I'm not as upset. It doesn't really work. No, but it's, it's what I, it's what I do. So when we do our mock draft, if you're if you're listening and I'm like, well, I think they're going to pick this guy and you go, what? That's it's just chaos. Just whatever list I'm looking at. Well, and day. also the way we do it, because we combine basically what we think is going to happen, it it doesn't always go that way. Like, exactly. So it, it, it ends up being kind of cast because we don't do any trades, which we all know like that. I think we should start doing trades. We should <laughs> just <based. laughs> So like we didn't do any trades last year and there obviously were trades. So we, we, we should do trades, but they can't involve either of our teams for obvious reasons. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll obviously go in depth next or in a couple weeks here uh, before the draft actually probably be posted on draft day. So, Oh um, yeah. Um, all right. That's going to do it. Thanks for listening to our episode of third and forever. It's on my 10,000 takes you can go to their website at 10 K takes Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You just search 10 K takes. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever 10 K where we post our episodes each week, as well as other NFL-related content. I was about to say clips, but eh, maybe. We'll find someday. out. Someday. Uh, someday. And you could also, you know, post all sorts of NFL content, trying, trying to be as active as we can this offseason. Uh, any news, we're going to have reactions to it. And, and, you know, try to come up with maybe some original stuff where you see me and Kevin. We'll figure it out. Um, as always, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined by co-host Kevin Holm, and first time ever producer, Dustin Luco here. Kevin, final words. Uh, cut Kevin King. Kevin King.